This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. Gentlemen, woo-hoo, welcome to woo-hoo, another woo-hoo, uh, digital woo-hoo, citizen woo-hoo, episode woo-hoo, 181. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Hey, look. What are you doing the woohoos for? Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Uh, because I wanted you to to ask what you're doing the woohoos for. Oh, okay. Um, guess what, look? What, from? We were right. <laughs> yes, we were right. Yep. Uh, we're going to address this right away because we have so much fucking to talk to uh, about. <laughs> uh, there was a little thing that came out this week called the uh, uh, Mullery investigation. It was delivered to uh, your uh, attorney general, William P. Barr this week, and uh, guess what, uh, look, uh, Mueller finds no Trump-Russia conspiracy. That's right. Uh, hmm. That's according to the New York Times right here. Investigation led by Robert Mueller found no evidence of Trump uh, or any of his aides coordinating with Russian government 2016 election interference, according to a summary from the special counsel's key findings made public Sunday by William Barr. Mueller, who spent nearly two years investigating um, Moscow's determined efforts to sabotage the presidential election, found no conspiracy despite multiple offers from Russian affiliates, uh, affiliated officials to assist the Trump campaign, wrote Barr. Can you read that, can, can you read that a little slower? So I can just like cozy down in my sofa and like let let let, let you let, let me hear it one more time. What did you say there? The last there. The last thing. Uh, yeah. He spent nearly two years investigating Moscow's determined effort to sabotage the last presidential election and found no conspiracy, despite multiple offers from Russian affiliated individuals to assist the Trump campaign. Uh, Bar wrote. Hmm. Ah, oh, this feels like a, oh, I feel so warm and good inside. Look, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I, I feel like I've eaten uh, sixteen candy bars. <laughs> I mean, we've been saying this this whole time that uh, this wasn't going to go anywhere. 
there's st- this whole thing is still confused because the actual report hasn't been released, so everybody's up in arms about that. Uh, yeah. We'll get into that in a second, I guess. But uh, as far as this goes, yes, we were right. Uh, and you can sit there and say a million ways till Sunday that uh, there's this <laughs> happening and there's the New York court and this and that. But for the last two and a half years, almost oh. three years, the whole thing has been about Russia and Trump. And you can pretend to yourself that that's not what it's been this entire time um, to try to make yourself feel better, I guess. I don't know why people are doing that, but th- that's what it was. And we said this whole time that it there wasn't going to was nothing was going to come out of it. Um, and yeah, it, it this is where I mean, if this isn't I want. I want apology letters. I want apology letters for everyone that called us conspiracy theorists. Uh, theorists. I want ab- apology letters from everybody that said we are bad Democrats. It's never going to happen. I want. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want apology letters for all you out there saying that we were amazingly dumb. Like I, I read in one one letter that we got, or that we are were no, it was tremendously stupid. It was, and that we were Trump supporters were super <laughs> yes. super giant Trump supporters because we don't believe yes. in the Russia Gate conspiracy theory, right? Oh. Um, I mean the big thing that's still here that hasn't, uh, I mean obviously when it comes to Russia and Trump, what is said here is that. Uh, no evidence was found that he or any of his aides coordinated with Russia. So that mm-hmm. is, it, it, that's obviously, uh, I would call it a conclusion. Other people are saying it's not because they haven't seen the report. But I don't think there's going to be anything in the report after this that proves any kind of collusion between him and Russia. What I would, I do want to see the report still, though. What do you think, Fro? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I really want to see the report. So, of course, I want but uh, um, so our email address is another gmail.com it's another digital citizen at gmail.com and start uh, start uh, uh, the email with I'm sorry Luke and Fro <laughs> I, I mean the, the, the weirdest part is that nobody I mean even Rachel Maddow didn't come out and go oh I was wrong no Turns out I was no. wrong. I've been stoking uh, xenophobia for the last two years. Uh, I know. I'm just as bad as any horrible white supremacist online uh, spouting uh, racism. I'm spouting xenophobia. But I'm not going to apologize. I'm actually going to start coming up with even more conspiracy theories to try to cover my own ass. So now instead of like just admitting that people were wrong, now people have decided we're going gonna to start inventing new conspiracy theories about how... Barr uh, is not putting out the the report because he wants to cover up some kind of something that's in the report that's going to um, hurt Trump, which I wouldn't be surprised if there is. But the thing I want to see the report for is, um, is there anything in it about the ties between Russia and WikiLeaks? Because right. this report did not cover that, but in the... No. In Barr's um, letter, he he even says in there about uh, Russia and WikiLeaks uh, affecting the election because of the Hillary Clinton emails and as w- also the 
uh, the online uh, trolls, uh, what is the Internet Research Agency, remember this? Mm-hmm. Bernie memes with his muscly Bernie gay Bernie memes. Remember how that uh, mm-hmm. affected the election and made Donald Trump win? Uh, those that conspiracy theory is still out there, good and good to go. You know what I mean? Everybody still believes that, even though, as far as I know, there's more evidence that WikiLeaks didn't get it from Russia than it did get it from Russia. So I still think mm-hmm. that that is bullshit. But we need an actual investigation into that because this investigation was into was about donald trump it wasn't about russia and wikileaks so i mean it was about russia but it wasn't about the connection between russia and wikileaks uh i don't think there's any connection there still i mean what we know about in the past is if you listen to bill benny who is was a top nsa code breaker he said that the download speeds that the information the emails were downloaded at could not have happened over an internet connection. It had to have happened through a thumb drive. So unless some Russian was right there in the DNC or uh, right there in Hillary Clinton's bathroom where her server was, uh, I don't think it was the Russians. (laughs) Maybe it was the maid, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, 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 or as in all criminal novels, we know it's the butler. It, it, it was the butler that did it. And remember last week, Fro, in the news when we covered that Nancy Pelosi said she was against impeachment? That's the other thing yeah. people are coming out. And uh, I even got this in our yeah. Facebook from a couple people because I wrote on our Facebook as uh, the Mueller report was coming out, I wrote... Um, and that's the ball game, kind of as a joke, you know what I mean? And yeah, uh, yeah. somebody wrote, uh, Watergate didn't end with the special counsel's investigation, and Jeremy writes, ha ha, it's not not over, it's not, or no, no, it's not, not even close, saying that it's not over yet, and I wrote, remember that oh, time, it's not over. remember that time last week Pelosi said she was against impeachment? <laughs> so this is not the same as, uh... Any uh, any of those past uh, situations because the Democrats have already come out and said they're against doing any form of impeachment in the future. They want to keep Donald Trump in there uh, till 2020 because they think they can beat him. They'd rather have right. Donald Trump in there than Mike Pence, right? So than Mike Pence, of course. Yeah, people are they're get they're being confused on purpose by the media, and it's really sad to see almost how. Yeah. Easily, people are manipulated. You know what I mean? For yeah. I, like, yeah. I feel bad almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, but it's like you know the other thing we're forgetting, the Clinton, yeah. uh, the Clintons, and what was in the WikiLeaks emails. Let's remember they cheated in the primary. We're forgetting this yeah. because of all this stuff. We forget that Hillary Clinton bought off the DNC and. Uh, they used the Pied Piper strategy to get Donald Trump in uh, so that they could go against him in the general election, and that's what ended up getting Donald Trump put into office is because of the Pied Piper strategy, which was Hillary Clinton's plan. So... I know. And that was in the WikiLeaks emails. We All this stuff, like, it seems like is being conveniently forgotten because of the Mueller report. Um, mm. And we just, we need to remember that 
this whole thing has stoked up these uh, Cold War era feelings of anti-Russia xenophobia, and that's that's not going away, even though this Mueller report is over. I don't know, and uh, no, and and that's 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 one of the biggest problems with with this. I mean, I'm I'm amazed how little coverage this has gotten. It's almost like. Uh, oh, the Mueller report is there, and it uh, it uh, it, uh, it uh, told us that Trump uh, was uh, not colluding with Russia. In other news, uh... <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't like that here. Uh, well, at least well, not for like Sunday is when it happened, and so I'm, I'm yeah. watching. I watched the news all Sunday basically because I sent Fro it like right as it happened. I sent it to Fro, yes. and I watched the news basically all day. And it was uh, MSNBC and CNN was what I was watching mostly um, because actually okay. on, the online news really didn't catch up onto it until Monday because Sunday wow. they're all off. But the CNN and M- MSNBC all of Sunday were trying to like. Figure out a way to spin this. How are we going to spin this to make us lo- not look like liars and idiots? Uh, and then by Monday, I'm watching it going, uh, they're trying to make me feel bad for being right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm not going to feel bad for being right about this. <laughs> I'm not yeah, a Trump no. supporter. They're trying to make it seem like anybody who uh, uh, didn't believe in this was just automatically a Republican, but we're liberals and oh. we didn't believe in it, so... You know, I can already hear people like um, uh, not listening to this part of the podcast because we're gloating. But but, but we're gloating because for for fuck's sake, we 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 have gotten in more trouble over believing this than any other thing on the fucking podcast. You have no clue, listeners, how many people that has contacted us by us sticking by this and saying them that the Mueller investigation will show that there was no collusion. You have no fucking clue how much trouble we have been in and in how many discussions we have been in and how many letters and people threatening me. Like, there, there's, oh, for fuck's sake, you have absolutely no fucking clue. When this first started, we actually lost friends automatically when this whole yep. thing started, and we told them that we didn't believe in this. Uh, yep. Some online friends who we hung out with for years, and then this happened, yep. and we said we didn't believe it, and they basically disowned so, us. And I had friends yep. in real life, IRL friends, who just disappeared off of all my social media and I haven't seen them since saying that I didn't believe in Russiagate. And a lot of it had to do with also I supported Bernie Sanders. People hated that. Uh, Mm. But now these people are just turning into, I'm going to call them Russiagate truthers because they're just like Mm. 9-11 truthers. They're just like birth certificate truthers. This is a conspiracy theory. And you're, after the Mueller investigation is over now, uh, if you still believe that Russia... Uh, was working with WikiLinks and was working with our government to o- o- to overthrow our democratic process. Uh, you you're a conspiracy theorist. You're not any better than somebody who believes nine eleven was uh, an inside job. Is it's almost identical? Yeah, 
House Committee Chair Call for Miller Report released by the second of April. Top House Democrats are pressing Attorney William Barr to provide Congress with a full report and underlying evidence from the Special Counsel Robert Mueller investigation. Six House Committee Chairman and Chairwoman in a letter on Monday said your summary of. Miller's uh, findings, which was delivered to lawmakers on Sunday, leaves open many questions. For fuck's sake, Democrats, get the grip. Right. Calling this actually, this, that's actually enough, I think, on this, because if you look at the next article, uh, if you look at this, Mitch McConnell blocks resolution calling for Mueller report to be public re- publicly released. Do you see this, bro? Yep. Uh, Senate and, majority. And he's, he's a Republican, by the way. Yes, he is. Uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell on Monday blocked a resolution calling for Robert Mueller's report to be released publicly. People are really upset about this. On our Facebook, I'm seeing, like, multiple uh, memes and stuff about uh, them blocking the the report. Um, Yeah, it's it's extremely stupid, and, uh, and here's why. Uh, one of the biggest reasons why uh, Mitch McConnell shouldn't do this is it makes uh, it look like Trump did it. Or that there's something to hide. Not necessarily that Trump yeah. did it, because we, uh, you got to remember, Robert Mueller is also a Republican. Him and uh, uh, Barr are, like, they've been Republican buddies for ye- for probably 30 years these guys aren't going against each other one of them's not usurping the other person that's not happening in this situation uh and then if you read into this whole mitch mcconnell thing (laughs) people are up in arms about him blocking it but they're not they don't seem to be reading the fine print here because if you read what mcconnell says he says special special counsel and the justice department ought to be allowed to finish their work in a professional manner to date, the Attorney General has followed through on his commitments to Congress. One of those commitment, commitments is that he intends to release as much information as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. The special counsel in the Justice Department... Uh, oh, right, I already read that. So what he's saying is they just need time to like go through the report before they make it public. He's, not, he's blocking it right now, but he's saying we need to redact some things and then we'll release it. He's not saying I'm going to block it forever. And that's what people... I don't know, I think... Maybe the news is spinning it that way, and so people are seeing it like that. But you got to just read what he said, and it says uh, one of his commitments is that he intends to release the inf- as much information as possible. It says right here he's going to release it. So I don't understand. People get tricked so easily. Again, I feel really bad that people are so easily manipulated. I really do. I feel bad for people. But can I say that George uh, Conway and Kalne Conway did not really help the situation this fucking week? <laughs> because uh, I never seen the marriage uh, fall so, <laughs> so, so apart in, in media. I have no Conway. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, uh, George Conway is married to Kalne Conway. Sure, okay. Um, and he's a lawyer, and and he went out and 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 said that the um, the Mueller uh, report must have something pretty damning if it can't extort uh, extort Trump. 
And Conway, uh, Conway uh, said that uh, don't listen to my husband. And uh, Trump on Twitter uh, said uh, very, very ugly things about uh, him on 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 Twitter. And she uh, retweeted retweeted him. And and yeah, so it's been a marriage uh, uh, in in scrambles on, on Twitter. So sure. It's, I, it's, I I knew that those two didn't get along, but I mean, I don't I don't I don't follow it, so I didn't really know that. Yeah, no. It's been pretty funny. Too. As far as him being exonerated, that that was the big thing that everybody was mad about. Or right away when I was watching CNN, and MSNBC, the way they were spinning this is they were saying, uh, he they found no evidence of collusion, but he wasn't exonerated on obstruction of justice. Of course, um, what would the what would be the justice he's obstructing in this situation? It would be in the investigation into the Russian interference, which, according to this, isn't real. So he was obstruct. Uh, he's just to. They're saying he was obstructing an investigation into something that wasn't real in the first place, right? So that right. in and of itself is a little strange. If you were to just get in trouble for obstruction when the charge itself that you obstructed is was dropped fake yeah right so that's yeah. a little weird um and at the same time it adds a lot of this even when i read that um thing on our facebook about uh what was it watergate didn't end till the special counsel's investigation uh this is this is uh it's very much uh adding credence to the witch hunt accusation that mm. we this went through he the, this Mueller investigation everybody said this is going to be the saving grace to get rid of Trump everybody said that and then when it comes out yeah. and it says the opposite of what they want they continue yeah. and say oh yeah but this the yeah and it just adds to the idea that this really was a witch hunt because you don't nobody cared if it was true or false or if the guy came out and said yes or no it didn't matter they were going to continue with this anyways. Uh, something else that made me fucking angry this uh, week uh, was Justice Smollett. Uh, oh, you want to do that now? Made, okay. Yeah. He made me... Well, he. I'm not sure if he made me angry. But the uh, police uh, said the investigators had more than enough evidence to convict actor uh, Justice Smollett, but in an unexpected turn of events, prosecutors decided to drop all charges against him. Chicago mayor and police superintendent still think the Empire actor staged an attack on himself and even led prosecutors in the chase, but he uh, and he still believes that Smollett carried out a crime. So, I have a question for you. How the fuck did Smollett get cleared of all charges? Are you reading a different article than me? Oh, I just read the CNN one. Oh, okay. I posted. Yeah, I posted an article up. Yeah, it's on the. It's on the. Oh. Sheet. I was like, what? What is he reading? I was so confused. I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't see that you posted an article. Sorry mm. about that. I was totally lost because I'm trying to follow along, and I'm like. What what is happening? Uh, Sorry, it's all good. <laughs> I didn't see it. 
It says here, after the Empire actor accused of faking racist anti-gay attack on himself, agreed to let the city keep $10,000 in bail, uh, and I'm to understand yep. he also is 100 hours of community service. That is going to be his... Uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And they dropped 16 oh, felony counts. 16 felony counts related to making yep. false reports uh, when he was assaulted by the two men. And he said in a statement that they had been truthful from the beginning. Remember when he said it was two white men that jumped him? With MAGA hats? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, what was it at like four in the morning when it was like negative yeah. 15 degrees out or something <laughs> crazy they were waiting around in like negative <laughs> negative uh below freezing temperatures uh for to beat this guy up right uh but even says here the uh, prosecutors still s- still believe Smollett concocted the assault they gave no details yeah. or explanation at, for why they abandoned the case only five weeks after filing the charges <sighs> I, I know why. Uh, uh, I have an idea, but go ahead. What do you think? Uh, he's uh, friends with powerful people. I think that has something to do with it. I also think there's probably... Uh, this is in Chicago, and the police yeah. in Chicago are notorious for being crooked cops. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if something crooked happened... Uh, during the investigation, maybe, and they realized it, and they realized, oh shit, we're he's gonna get off because of this stupid mistake we made uh, in, in during the investigation. That can happen in the in an investigation like that, and then they made a deal uh, to save face because they knew they'd screwed up. That, I mean, that's a possibility. I have no evidence for that, but seems like a possibility. I mean, when you take out three thousand five hundred people, dollars. Uh, sorry, three thousand five hundred dollars to stage uh, attack on your fucking cell, and uh, they said that they've used over a hundred thousand dollars, and he had just has to pay ten thousand. You really think that? $10,000 isn't enough, is a lot for Jesse Smollett. I, I will tell you, it's pocket change. Right. It's absolutely nothing. It's, it's, it's nada. And yeah. 100 hours of community service? That means absolutely fucking nothing. I mean, we're looking at a picture here of him with all his, like, he's got a bodyguard and looks like four lawyers behind him. And I'm guessing that suit yeah. he's wearing is worth more than $10,000, <laughs> let alone yeah. how much he's paying these lawyers behind him and the bodyguard. Uh, $10,000 is nothing to this guy. This makes me so fucking angry. This is all about privilege, all about who, you know, and who you are. Like if, if this guy was not black and gay, this was it wouldn't even come close to being close. See, I think it has to more to do with him being a rich TV star who uh, has connections like that. Uh, I think it has more to do with class than it has to do with like race or sex. I think he, um, I think rich people have one court system in America and poor people have another court system and he was in the rich people court and that's what happens in rich people court is you get off really easily like almost everybody that was involved in the Trump case they, they say uh, I think it was 34 people were indicted o- over the course of the Mueller thing 
Um, and I think mm. one person did more than six months or got more than six months in jail. Yeah, I know. And they're, because they're all rich it's, white guys. <laughs> I agree. But it's like who you know and, 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 uh, oh, it, it gets me irritated. Uh, what should we do next? I'll, I'll uh, do the market watch. Uh, British lawmakers take Brexit agenda away from May's government. Uh, we're actually going to cover this more in the future. Further into the show because they're currently in Parliament yes. about to vote on Brexit. Uh, but yep. British lawmakers seized measure of control over the stalled Brexit process from Prime Minister Theresa May Monday, setting up a series of votes that could dramatically alter the course of UK's departure from the EU. The move came after May conducted uh, conceded that Parliament would defeat her twice-rejected divorce deal. Um, so they are going to vote today on that without, she's not involved in it. Um, but she did come out today, uh, just an hour ago as one of the articles I'm seeing saying that if they pass her Brexit deal today, that she'll step down, uh, yep. which is interesting because she's not involved in the vote, but she's almost putting an, well, she, she's, she's allowed to vote because she's still in parliament. Uh, it's they seize control of the vote from her. Uh, she doesn't yeah. have the same power she would have had uh, right. as right. prime minister, right? Um, right. But she but she's still a, a, a member of parliament and also right. But she can't has the right to right. She doesn't have a right to upend this uh, if they do pass. No. It. Um, no. But she. But at the same time, she's also kind of putting an ultimatum on the vote. Uh, so she's kind of using her power, even though they took it away from her in a way, which is kind of strange. Yeah. Because she's giving him an ultimatum, saying, "If you pass my vote, I'll I'll step down. But if they pass a different vote, it's sounding like she won't step down." So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we'll see what happens later in the show, I guess. Yeah, um, in approximately half an hour, they will vote, and it will take some time. Uh, to we know the result of the votes. Uh, there is, I think it's eight uh, different things they are going to vote over uh, today. So and they're going to do it uh, handwritten. So that means that uh, it will take uh, some time before uh, we know uh, uh, the results of. Of it, but I will guess that we will talk about it uh, during the show. Okay, <laughs> just let yeah, yeah, just let me know. For I'll just yes. say breaking news when something comes out. So, <clears throat> all right. Uh, but, uh, Mike Mike Pence has been out this uh, week uh, talking about Elon Omar uh, and Democrats in 2020 in his uh, speech. What did he say? All right. Uh, it was a lot of people at APAC. Uh, they they're saying socialism is seen as the biggest threat to Israel. Mm. I guess that means they don't like your country, Fro. Uh, Israel, there. I know. Uh, we are very very dangerous. Uh, yeah. Right. You gotta be afraid of Norway and uh, Denmark and everything. Um, <laughs> Mike Pence used his speech at the annual convention of uh, APAC on Monday to sharply criticize Democrats charged with being insufficiently jo uh, loyal to the Jewish state. Pence, uh, a Republican, reminded his audience that Israel and the United States aren't merely allies, but in fact, uh, 
Mishposhya, a Yiddish word for family. Uh, he's a con uh, Pence is a conservative who took aim at Ilhan Omar. Uh, she she was being condemned for her tweets about APAC, if you remember that. Uh, and this really there was more than just Mike Pence, but he was the biggest person to speak at this event. Uh, before this event, uh, uh, MoveOn.org, you know this organization, Fro? Yes. They called yes. for a boycott of this, so a lot of Democrats boycotted APAC, including Bernie Sanders. And Trump came out and said that those Democrats were anti-Jewish, mm. basically saying that Bernie Sanders was anti-Jewish, <laughs> which is maybe the yeah. dumbest thing ever said. <laughs> Because Bernie Sanders is Jewish. Uh, I mean, I, I can't, I can't think of anybody that's more anti-Jewish than Bernie Sanders. Look, I've, I didn't ever think about it until that. How dumb that I heard that, but it's like that's the only attack that they can't attack Bernie with. They can attack him with the sexist. They can attack him with the. Uh, uh, um, uh, he's against women, he, but they can never attack Bernie with being anti-Semitic. But they can attack everybody. <laughs> That's the only attack they can't attack him with. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> well, they're trying, obviously. But Trump... it, would be fun, it would be funny if they really came out and said, You didn't know who's anti-Jewish. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> That's an anti-Jewish man. That's basically what Trump said, because he said he condemned yeah. the Democrats and he included uh, Bernie Sanders as uh, being anti-Jewish. So, yes, Trump did say that. I don't think he met, like thought about it because Trump's an idiot. But, yeah. So, look, um, you and me, we're going to a uh, uh, cruise. Uh, we have uh, booked our tickets this week. Right, uh, yeah. Because we are going to the ice wall. Um, Got to check it out. Uh, on, yeah, uh, on the flat Earth cruise. The flat Earth cruise. Right. It will go to the Earth and the flat Earth cruise. And if nobody knows what team music that was, that was low bot. Uh, it says here, organizers of an annual conference that brings together people who believe the Earth is flat are planning a cruise to the reported edge of the planet. Uh, mm -hmm. They're looking for the ice walls that holds the holds back the oceans. Their journey is going to take place in 2020. The Flat Earth International Conference recently announced on its website uh, uh, to test so-called flat earthers' assertion that Earth is a flat disk surrounded by an edge of towering wall of ice. Uh, details about the event include dates forthcoming. Uh, according to according to them, uh, the cruise is the biggest, boldest adventure yet. <laughs> the biggest, boldest adventure yet? Hmm. Uh, right. Like, Did you see it's the... like in an op opening to porn or something. Did you yes, see the sorry? YouTube video of the kid who flew a drone into space with a lasagna on it? No. Okay. <laughs> That's on YouTube. I think it's like a PewDiePie thing, uh -huh. right? Lasagna, PewDiePie, yeah, but, right. Yeah. He, uh, they flew it into space, and you can actually see the curve of the Earth uh, even from that uh, height, right? Uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, they're going to go and take this... 
I guess, cruise ship to the edge of the earth. But my question is how, like, how do you get the, how do you p point yourself there if the GPS and everything is never going to allow you to get there? Because according to them, GPS uh, is like this fake thing that directs planes where they, uh, where they go, but somehow doesn't include, uh going over certain continents that you would have to go over remember like gps makes mm. it so you go around continents so you don't notice you're going over land uh if you remember it's when we covered flat earth yes uh i usually don't i've never seen a paul logan video from start to oh logan beginning. paul logan paul logan paul sorry Paul Logan. <laughs> That's someone else. You remember who Paul Logan was? Uh, I think he was in a Fast and Furious movie. Oh no, that was that was the other Paul Paul something, right? No, uh, wasn't he Crocodile Con uh, Dundee? Wasn't that his name? Uh, what was Paul his Logan? name? No, it was something Logan, but I don't think it was Paul. Paul Hogan? Paul Hogan? Maybe it was Paul Hogan. Yeah. Anyway, Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, it was Paul Hogan, uh, right? The crocodile Logan D. It was Paul Hogan. Yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, pretty, pretty, pretty close. Uh, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul uh, came out uh, six days ago with his flat Earth documentary, and I'm using that very loosely. I'm doing uh, even doing like uh, uh, sign in the air. I, it's the first Logan Paul movie I've seen, or the first Logan Paul thing I've seen all through. It's 50 minutes and three seconds of hilarity. I have uh, seen many people taking a piss out of Flat Earth. And this is maybe the most funny thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I... I I I I actually think this is one of the most genius things I've seen on YouTube in a very 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 long time, and I hate Logan Paul and all his family, but this is funny. So if you want to see someone pretending to be a flat earther, you should see Flat Earth to the edge and back. Right, and this is he's obviously just going off of the chain Dawson. Got, did a bunch of conspiracy theory docs and this he's he did one that was a joke because it's Logan Paul but he's clearly trying to go for the same views you know what I mean like yes, when Logan Paul all of a sudden funny. decided he was going to start streaming Fortnite when Ninja got yeah. really popular and then all of a sudden yeah. he was doing it and he's not anymore it's very similar I hate him and he's a douchebag but that's that's a funny video and uh, and it was worth the 50 minutes of it I promise you. It, I was not. I, you sent it to me, and I knew it was coming out and everything. I'd seen the trailer for it, but I just can't yeah. sit through that much Logan Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a douchebag. You you have like you have every right to 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 not watch douchebags on on YouTube. That's why I'm not on YouTube. Uh, see what I did there? But hey, look, talking about cruise. Um. Uh, and no, not Tom Cruise. Uh, who else? Come on, help me. What uh, was the sen sen Senator Cruise? Oh, it's spelled different. Ted Cruise? Ser Ted Siri Cruise? Is that her name? Siri Cruise? Uh, no, not that kind of cruise. There was a cruise in Norway carrying uh, 
1,300 passenger. And it was forced to <laughs> evacuate this week. Do you believe this was big news in Norway? I would think so because it was big news here. Or at least uh, <laughs> I saw a lot of places covering it. It was all Norwegian uh, TV uh, even had uh, like uh, live um, broadcasting from the operation, so it was very, very big. A cruise ship with engine problems had made a uh, call off Norway's coast on Saturday. It uh, uh, began evacuating its 1,300 passengers and crew uh, amid storm seas and high wind in a high-risk helicopter rescue operation. And they are actually gone out after this and said it was one of the best operating uh, 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 operations in Norwegian history, and the helicopter pilots were heroes. So, the Norwegian newspaper Vega said the Viking Sky cruise ship ran into problems. Uh, problems uh, as bad weather hit Norway's coastal uh, regions on Saturday. Police in the western country of Møre and Romsdal said the ship managed to anchor uh, in Hustavika Bay with, uh, between the western uh, Norwegian cities of Ålesund and Trondheim, so the evacuation could uh, take place. Rescue teams with helicopters and boats were sent to evacuate Greece under extremely uh, difficult circumstances. Uh, Norwegian authorities said they were forced to divert two of uh, five helicopter rescue crews and passengers to help another ship that experienced a uh, seizure in the storm. They were diverted to assist a nine-person crew of Hagland Captain Craft uh, cargo vessel. Both both was avoid, uh, uh, trying to avoid uh, dashing in the uh, rocky coast. Norwegian public broadcaster NRK said that the Viking Sky evacuation was likely to be slow and dangerous process as passengers needed to be hosted from the cruise ship to the five available helicopters one by one. By 6 p.m. local times, more some hundred people was had been rescued. Right, this is an older article, so everybody's been rescued uh, at yes. this point. But Should we see a little clip from inside the boat? Yeah, let's check it out. Uh, it's from The Guardian, so go ahead and give me a countdown. In three, two, one, go. Okay, whoa. The, whoa. the whole room just turned side, and the ceiling is falling. <laughs> yep, and then it hit the lady. Oh yeah, it did. I didn't even notice that. Oh, and then the, she got hit again when the camera turned. If you, yep. I've seen these kind of things from cruise ships before. I don't understand why they don't bolt the furniture down. <laughs> Wouldn't well, that ma seem to make sense? You see the piano? It's bolted. Yeah. Okay. But all these the that's the the stool that the piano is clearly not bolted down. Right. And this giant. Planter, it looks like a flower planter just cruising yeah. around. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, this, were, this were, was an amazing operation, and uh, I'm very, very happy it, uh, it went so good as it did, because it could uh, turn into very, very, very bad. Yeah, you want to hear something funny, Fro, that I saw that I forgot? I, I didn't really forget, but we had so much news to cover, this just slipped by. Uh... Mike Pompeo says Trump is the bib- is like biblical queen who saved the Jews. Do you see this, bro? <laughs> no. Mike Pompeo told Christian Broadcasting Network <laughs> that it's possible that President Donald Trump is like Queen Esther who saved the Jew- Jews in the Old Testament. <laughs> uh, this is because Trump has backed new sanctions against Iran aimed at reducing the ability to threaten Israel. Pompeo said in response, as a Christian, I certainly believe that's possible that he is like some kind of thing out of the Old Testament. Okay. It's terrifying. So, now I can ask you, how was your week? Uh, a little crazy, I guess. I mean, so much news. Like, every day it was something crazy be following in the news um, <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're like we're like okay and just the Mueller investigation thing out this week and then uh, yesterday this uh, Jesse Smollett ship came out and today we, we're waiting on Brexit news it right and like I mean there's so been... much stuff we didn't cover I mean uh, it was oh, so much it was revealed that uh, we talked about Chelsea Manning being put in jail, but it f- turns out she's uh, been put in solitary confinement. Uh, so she yeah. th- that was released recently or this week that uh, they don't have her in general populace. They're trying to break her to get her to testify is what it is, and it's terrible. But it needs to be talked about. And it yeah. this Trump thing and every has overshadowed everything else at this point this week. So. Yeah, and uh, for people that are a little worried that we will not uh, discuss uh, some... We will discuss some movie uh, and TV-related news later in the show. Right. That's a little, like, teaser for you there. (laughs) So, what will Trun tell the truth about this week? Uh, Right, he's going to talk about uh, the Green Revolution. This is Trun with Trun Tells the Truth. Home from Japan, back in Norway, with jet lag from hell. Well, it's been an experience of a lifetime. But now I'm going to talk about something else. I've been dying to talk for this for a, for a couple of weeks now. And it's the big mass of young people demonstrating in the streets. Yes, everywhere from the United States to South America to all over Europe, uh, of course, except Russia. But there are people are demonstrating for better environmental politics. Well, you should have thought about that uh, a little, because the Senate voted down a new Green Deal today, This when this clip was made. So, well, isn't that strange? Thousands of thousands of people demonstrating for a better future, a livable future, we can, on the planet we can live on. The mass media and the media generally is not there. But somebody dies in the terror attack, just two people got shot down and we got a fucking frenzy we need to invade another country and bomb something to hell yes 
that is how politics is today. And people say, why don't young people engage more in politics? Yes, this is why, because politicians are not the future, not the adult ones. Because we have now a situation that's very strange. Young people are more adult than the adult people who are politicians. And that is a problem. Yeah, okay, not every 15, 16 years old have every solution there is. But when people are frustrated and angry and use peacefully demonstration, because that's what it is, this demonstration has been peaceful and good, organized, and young people have been polite and they've been mocked and talking shit about in the mainstream and media generally. And that is a fucking shame. We have a, a local election now coming up in Norway. I just hope the young people just go to the polls and vote like hell to get us fossil fueled maniac paid for corrupt lobbyist bullshit politician out of office. Because revolutions start from the bottom. Start in your local community. Vote more and more green politicians in. M- more because in those local elections, you can start building up momentum to take over the society in general. We need a new green revolution. We need a livable planet for the future. This is Trump with Trump tells the truth. Have a fucking nice new evening and day and week and what fucking ever. That was uh, Trump tells the truth. Uh, we didn't talk about my week. My week uh, been just one line of... Uh, Absolutely nothing. It's it just feels like it's been two days since you and me spoke. I think it was mostly because of the news. To be honest, just too too much news. <laughs> just too much going on this week. Yeah, it was constant. I mean, me and you were talking back and forth every single day, like talking back and yeah. forth, like uh, about something different every single day. And we it usually like. don't. Yeah, and we usually don't do that. <laughs> it's like I mean, we'll talk him back and forth like once or twice, but not every single yeah, day. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. it was nuts this week. Hey, uh, let's talk about Eurovision. Two uh, countries in the Nordic Nordic area, as I should call it. Because uh, is Finland a part of Scandinavia? I think they are. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, to Scandinavian countries, even. We will talk uh, about Leonora, uh, Love is Forever, from uh, Denmark. What did you think about this bubbly little love song? Uh, right. Uh, the, um, the staging and kind of the production was pretty cool. It reminded me of the movie yeah. Toys. You remember the movie yes. Toys with Robin Williams? Yeah. It had a very kind of similar feeling. It's this giant chair... And then she's yeah. just a tiny person sitting on this enormous chair. It's very cool. Um, overall, it was kind of a generic song, but the staging was really cool. So overall, I gave it yeah. a four. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a very cool concept. I I also uh, thought about that. Like, I really like how uh, they staged it with making her. As little when it's um, uh, uh, clearly a song about how much big love is, and making her so small on that chair. Right. Okay. <laughs> like 
like I think it's a metaphor of of things. Yeah. But I I give this a six out of ten actually. I I I like it. It's it's um, it's very positive and very. It's not a very um, what can I call it? A very serious Eurovision song. It's not like very very melancholic. It's like on the light side. I like it when it's light. Yeah, I mean, uh, compared to last week, these two songs this week I thought were both better than the f- the number one and number two seed. I guess you would say. Right. Uh, right. So I was kind of confused by that why these were so much better, but uh, yeah, I I thought both these songs were better than or had a better chance to win than last week's songs. So. Yeah. No, I I I I agree, especially with one. The other, I'm not so sure of. Let's talk about this. But before we talk about this, uh, the root featuring Sibian Rerman with "Look Away" from Finland. Do you know who the root is? I've actually seen him live probably a handful of times. Yeah. Yeah. I've... Uh, for 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 everybody. Out there that had have no clue who the root is, he's pretty big. He made what, what was this the the most like famous the root song called Sandstorm? Sandstorm? Right. Yeah, Sandstorm. Yeah. Which in recent that, years is more of like a meme than it is uh, anything else. But he's had a few famous songs, but Sandstorm definitely is most famous. Uh, and uh, I did not know he was Finnish before maybe four or five weeks ago when a certain lady told me she uh, he was Finnish. <laughs> that also likes Eurovision. Okay. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, he's from Finland. Oh, cool. So this is the rude verse, uh, featuring Sebastian Riemann, as I said, with "Look Away" from Finland. What did you think about this? This is the most impressive staging yet, so far. Yeah. Uh, with the cube, uh, this giant cube that Darude is inside of uh, mm-hmm. DJing, and it's spinning, and at the same time it's spinning. There's a woman on top dancing. Dancing. But the, the whole yeah. cube is also covered in video wall. So you're seeing mm-hmm. this uh, video wall thing, and then she... There was one mistake they made. They need to put a black uh, sheet on, that she can cover herself up with on, when she drops yes. down, because you could see yes. her on top. She needs to cover herself with a black yeah. sheet, um, and then that would fix that problem of when she drops and then it goes into the, uh, the video wall, and you see her in the video wall, and then she mm-hmm. pops back. That's really impressive. Uh, the song was different than anything else because this is a kind of trance techno uh, EDM uh, vocal trance song. Uh, Definitely different than anything else we've heard this year. Mm. Uh, I maybe I I wrote down techno nostalgia because it felt like something from the early 2000s maybe. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It felt felt like a Darude song, that's for sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, I didn't... The singer... I thought maybe was a little too much. Uh, Do you know what? I I, I also write down that uh, the the biggest problem with this song is actually him. Yeah, like the singer. The singer. If they if they had a better singer for this, 
this would rate for me much, 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 much higher. But he, he's, uh, he's um, a little too much involved, and he, he, he kind of he, he doesn't sing. It feels like it's almost like he's screaming into the microphone at, at parts of the video. Right. He's a little too into it. But overall, I actually gave this a seven, solid seven point oh. Whoa! That I think is your highest score so so far. I mean, it's a solid song. It, uh, if the singer tones it down just a little bit, and if they fix that one problem with uh, covering her up as far as production goes, uh, this mm. is the best performance yet out of anything we've seen. So. Wow. We are going to disagree very, very much on the score here. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I, um, I have sadly heard uh, the other songs uh, from Finland this year, uh, and there's one called Superman that, uh, if they were with it, would be my winner. Uh, I think I was a little like preemptive going into this uh watching this again and knowing that didn't win and i was kind of like pissed uh but i i i think this is better than uh off the mill but this is also getting a six out of uh ten for me okay i mean that video wall cube uh it stepped up a notch from everything else we've seen so far so yeah Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so we've done a lot of countries. I am not sure what we will do next week, but uh, turn in. Uh, I mean, we will I, definitely do so. I would just go with the Something. next, whatever is the next top seeds down from whatever number five and six, I guess we'd be at, or whatever, if those are um, still, if we haven't covered those, you know what I mean? And then we'll just keep going like that. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah, we will see. All right. We will see. We'll, we will find something to do next week. Uh, like I, I always say, if there's something really, really, really terrible, let's do that. Because yeah. <laughs> that's always fun to cover. Yeah, you you have heard one very, very, very ter- terrible one. So remember Croatia. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying Croatia get uh, is the only one that Luke gave one. So. Uh, um. <laughs> I guess we we don't really have to cover Israel because they automatically get in, don't they? So, but yeah, we, we have covered. We're going to cover. Really? Yeah, that would be an interesting oh, yeah. one to cover just because they're hosting. So, okay, I will write that down. <laughs> we haven't done Israel. Okay, right. You have a but they they do get do? an automatic <laughs> buy right to the finals. Yes. So it is a little bit of a weird one, but yeah. Yeah, but we need to uh, give it the score. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's plug email address. We don't have any emails. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, like Fro said earlier, uh, I'm surprised we don't have any emails this week after, after the show we did last week about everything that we covered last week. Um, and then everything that happened this week, I'm just surprised we don't have any emails to be honest, but Hmm, no, nobody's saying, sorry, we were so fucking assholes uh, towards you? So, so, yeah, no, nothing about uh, 
we were wrong. That's the other thing that's like, if we would have got this wrong, Fro, we really would have come out and said we were wrong. Yes. Here's oh, yeah. here's the evidence that we got um, to show you or th- to show us that we were wrong. And it feels like the other side is not. Um, it, they're not doing the same. They're not. They're not. Uh, giving back what we would have given. I think that is also something that really, it doesn't feel good when you're right. And nobody acknowledges it, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, do you know what other country we will do other than Israel? Okay. Uh, I, I just picked it up. Uh, we will do Portugal because that's kind of funny because they won in Portugal. Israel won in Portugal last year. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. So we will do Portugal and Israel. <laughs> okay. The, winner, uh, the two last winners of Eurovision we will do. All right. Excited cool. for that one. Uh, Facebook yes. page. Go to another Digital Citizen Facebook. Uh, I'm thinking about starting a Twitter for the show, uh, mostly after the whole Facebook outage thing. I'm <laughs> feeling like maybe having a backup place to post is not a bad idea so uh, no. i may just do it uh, to have it there just in case uh in case something happens right yeah. exactly so look for that in the future i'll let you guys know if i set it up next week so yeah uh, we will tell you where to follow us on twitter and everything hey uh we have some uh, tv news before we go into the tv uh <laughs> Apple had a conference this week, and I watched it before I went to the cinema. Uh, Apple on Wheels TV is the streaming platform, and the credit card, It's not. we're not going to talk about the credit card, of course. Uh, Apple on Wheels, the new streaming platform, uh, Apple uh, TV Plus, our star started an event in California. Jennifer Aniston, Steven Spielberg, and Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> were among those who took stage on Apple headquarters to reveal their involvement in the TV project commissioned by the tech giant. Uh, the platform will include shows from existing shows, series like Hulu and HBO. And guess what? They are not including something called ne- Net. Oh, come on, help me look. Net- Netflix? Uh, Netflix? Oh, Netflix! Is there- Netflix! Yeah, they're kind of their own entity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I watched this and 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 and, uh, and I, I I go to the person I watch this with. I I went. They are so scared. Netflix is so scared about this. <laughs> I don't understand how this is anything. How is this, this? Absolutely nothing. It says it will include shows from existing services, so it's just going to yeah. have stuff and that you can already get other places. How is that? No, <laughs> there is there is new new shows, and uh, I I will tell you about those new shows, Luke, and I I will uh, tell you uh, what they are about, and you can tell me. If you want to watch them or not, how okay. about that? Sure. <laughs> I'm seeing something uh, about how it says here uh, Steven Spielberg will produce yep. some kind of content, but he hasn't done mm-hmm. it yet. Uh, he will. He will. Uh, uh, ama- Do you remember Amazing Stories? 
No, I don't think so. Spielberg, it's amazing. Like, really. It's his uh, Twilight Zone. That didn't help. That didn't change my me not seeing it, fro. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but it, because I I thought maybe it was uh, uh, one of the shows that you have heard of. Okay, but uh, okay. Little Voice. J.J. Abrams and Sarah Barrows are teaming up after her Tommy-nominating turn waitress. The uh, Abrams uh, producing program will center around the story of finding a voice in your 20s. It's also a romantic comedy drama spin. Barrels performed the opening theme song from the upcoming uh, series at the TV uh, Apple event. Watch it or not watch it? Uh, I don't I don't even know. <laughs> I'm kind of confused as to what that is. Yeah. The Morning Show. This Renice Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston-led drama about morning news in probably the busiest among the groups, starring Witherspoon and Aniston. Uh, alongside Steve Carell, the series will ex- explore the uh, complications in the f- are faced in the morning news with a particular focus on women. Will you watch that or not? Is it a comedy? Comedy drama, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, Boone Aston and Steve Carell. I mean, it sounds better than the last one, but I don't think I'd go. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. No. Okay. C. Jason Momoa and Alfred Woodward uh, lead this drama about the world which blindness has taken over the human race. According to Deadline, the premise is especially a future when the human race has lost the sense of sight and society has uh, had to find a new way to interact, to build and hunt, to survive. All that it challenged when a set of twins with sight are born. So is this like the sequel to Bird Box or what? (laughs) Yes. This is after all the people with sight died off? (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, see it or not see it? Uh, I, I don't know. That one's a harder one. I'd say that's a half and half. Okay. It's, that sounds interesting. Little, um, okay, uh, Little America, the uh, the power couple behind the big sick. Kumarji Najari and Emily Van Gordon are teaming up again to write Little America, anthology series that will explore true stories of everyday Americans. The stories originating in Epic Magazine will give uh, a rewritten death into the lives of immigrants in the uh, facts about life in the post-immigration American world. No, I don't need to see that. (laughs) Amazing stories. Uh, One of the few projects that isn't especially original. Uh, The original series uh, put together Spielberg was a fantasy and horror anthology that's Ran in the 1980s, the series coming back to Apple TV Plus with the same premise and creator. I am. This is what I'm most excited for. What's One it about? I didn't. Under, I, did, I just heard that it was. You didn't really say. Fantasy and horror anthology series. Oh, okay. So, just random, right? Uh, no, I, I'm not really a fan of anthology th- series. Uh, I'll it, talk about. Th- I'll talk about that in a second, I guess, though. 
Okay. Untitled Oprah Project. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's more? Uh, I thought that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How many more uh, are there? No, no. Uh, the two more. Okay. Um, uh, the famed media personality announced a few separate ventures, including a documentary on workplace sexual assault, as well as a documentary on mental illness and the stigma around it. Oprah will also work with Apple to establish uh, the, her book club in a new inventive way that readers will be able to partake from any Apple screen. Oh, interactive book club. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense, actually. That is a kind of interesting concept. I'm not interested yeah. in watching it, but I can see my mother really enjoying that. So, <laughs> okay. And the last one, Helpsters. This one is probably the most insane of the bunch. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Okay. Sesame Street is teaming up with Apple Plus. To come out with hipsters. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? No, helpsters. It's called helpsters. And I read wrong. <laughs> sorry. It was a slip of a tongue, I promise you. Uh, but it's also kind of hip. Like it is also kind of hipsters. That's funny. Okay. Which is literally a children's show that will teach preschoolers to develop early coding skills Apple is getting all up in your sh uh, kids business to prepare them to work for Apple uh uh no <laughs> <laughs> no no so all over this was what they showed us um yeah there's one show I want to see. It's Amazing Stories. Um, other than that, I have absolutely no interest in this TV streaming service. And they didn't give us a price. So that's amazing. So, Luke, have you seen anything on TV this week? I did. Um, saw a new show called from NBC called The Village. Uh, two ep it's two okay. episodes in right now. Uh, yes. It's an awful show. It, it's 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is one of the most atrocious shows I've seen so far. Oh, did you see it this week? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, a, a Brooklyn neighborhood and all the people that live in this neighborhood and mm -hmm. how they all interact with each other, kind of. But it's very mm -hmm. much, um, there's a lot of stereotyping happening to, like, create the characters, right? Uh, a little. You have your the guy who's afraid of ice and, like, your war veteran who's got uh, PTSD. And it's got your very standard kind of weird heartwarming uh, drama characters. But if... It's written more like, uh, the way it flows is more soap opera, but it's not shot like a soap opera. You understand what I mean, it bro? Feel, yes, it feels so fucking fake. Well, it is it fake, but like, yeah, it does well, feel really, like, uh, disjointed, maybe, is a good word for yeah. it? Yeah, and, 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 and one of the things that, that uh, irritated me about it uh, the most was how we're 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 supposed to feel so much it's a very like 
It's very uh, melodramatic. It's very melodramatic. It's so melodramatic to the point that it's like it has absolutely nothing to say. By the end of the first episode, I went, what is the meaning of this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing. It's just a lot of stories like compiled and they're kind of all intertwined because all the people live in the same area. But mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like, at least at the end of these two episodes, it doesn't feel like the story is really going anywhere. It's just uh, watching people live their lives, basically. But there's no, yeah. like, overarching storyline that's happening. It's just all these little individual stories. Uh, very much like I, like I said, like how a soap opera is written. Except this isn't, this is shot more like a drama TV show than uh, um, than an old school kind of uh, one life to live or something like that was shot. Uh, different camera setup. Days of Our Lives. Yeah, it's Days of Our Lives just shot in a way that isn't Days of Our Lives. Pretty much, yeah. It's shot. <laughs> it's shot like a drama. Yeah, uh, an NBC yes, drama yeah. uh, instead yeah. of being like your um, on stage. Uh, uh, shoot in, in inside a, a giant uh, studio. That's how they shoot. But this is shot on location somewhere in New York. Um, but overall, what did you give this from? Uh, I gave this a two. Wow, I gave it the exact same two point We were yeah on on it there. Uh, yeah, no redeeming value. Absolutely Some of the nothing. acting was okay. That's the only thing that gave it any points. Um. Yeah. And, yeah, I would not recommend this to basically anyone because I don't know what the point of making the show even was. So, there. Yeah, I know. Uh, I binged uh, something this week, Luke. Uh, it's called Critters, the new binge. Okay. Uh, did you see the, the original Critters movies? Many years ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're... Trying to reamp it, uh, I'm going to give the whole show uh, 6.5, I think. It's it's entertaining enough uh, that I saw the whole thing, but it's it's not something I I recommend. It's 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 okay. I mean, it's eight episodes. It's it's not that long. Uh, if you if you have any love for the old show, if you really like really love the old movies, I I actually recommend it. Like maybe you will find something more more uh, out of it than I did. Better uh, critters than your bench. All right. Um, I watched uh. I actually don't know how many episodes. I didn't write it down. But I watched probably four episodes, five episodes of Love, Death, and Robots. Okay. Uh, did you know that this series is being put out by Netflix in no specific order? No. Uh, it turns out, somebody found out found this out, that uh, the episodes are being put out in different orders for different people, depending on where you live, oh. how you're... Uh, uh, where you live, and I think it's uh, what what subscri uh, your subscription, how long you've been subscribed, what you watch on Netflix already, and then it's it's changing the order of the episodes depending on those variables. 
<laughs> I read an article about it today. I guess they didn't release it, but somebody on Twitter, uh, they noticed it, and for some reason, because it's 2019, they thought it was that uh, they were gay, and that um, because he was gay, he was getting the episodes in a different order, and Netflix actually had to come out and say, we don't have information like that on you. Like, (laughs) when you sign up for Netflix, you don't write down, I'm gay, in the thing, so how would we even know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But overall, it's an interesting, it's like an anthology show. It's every episode is different, even um, to the point where it's different animations. Because uh, yes. it's an animated series. Every episode is different. Every uh, animation style is different in every episode. I mean, it was okay. I I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood. But after five episodes, I was kind of like, is that it? I don't know. I just didn't get the point of it, I guess. Hmm. Um, okay. I mean, I liked the animation, but I didn't really feel like it had anything special to offer me besides just really cool animation. Uh, so, in in that sense, it was fun, uh, but I only gave this a 6.0. Okay. Are you going to still watch it? I might watch the other ep- episodes, but the thing is, once you if you don't watch the whole thing, I, I got through f- four or five episodes, and getting back into it, it I don't feel any real need, like, uh pressure to because it's not like a storyline I have to follow you know what I mean like I could watch every episode whenever I feel like it uh right and it's not going to matter which order you watch them in or anything like that that's why they're able to do this um one thing I do I think this would have been a better place to do uh your the choose your own adventure thing than the Bear Grylls thing I think this would have probably been a better place to do that um but what are you gonna do um I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm a very big fan of Pretty Little Liars. Uh, Pretty Little Liars is one of my favorite uh, drama mystery shows uh, in in uh, in modern times. I just really, really like that TV show. Uh, it's one of the the, the TV shows that I. Uh, I and it's like one of my. Uh, I should probably not uh, admit uh, that I like this as much as I do, uh, but I really, really love uh, Pretty Little Liars. So I was very, very stoked to see that uh, Pretty Little Liars: The Perfectionists came out this week. It's a uh, spin-off of the original. Um, there was another spin-off show that was extremely shitty that they made uh, some years ago uh, called Ravenwood. Uh, Ravenswood? Yeah, Ravenswood. That was awful. This is darker than the original Pretty Little Liars and it's also actually better. I did not think I would like this as much as I uh, liked it. Uh, the first episode, uh, I would give uh, 8.5 out of 10. Uh, okay. Luke will hate it, and I love it. Right. Well, not my cup of tea, but that's fine. No. Uh, oh, right. Uh, Miracle Worker Season 1 finale. 
Yeah. Uh, only it was only seven episodes for the season. Um, this is coming back, by the way. Uh, I hadn't seen yet. Did you see? Oh. You saw that they're confirmed for a season two. No, 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 no. But because of what happens. Oh, it's set. It's set. It sets up. It doesn't necessarily mean that yes. it's been confirmed no, yet. No. Uh, right. But yeah, uh, I really like this season. There's something really quirky about this show. Almost yeah. guest book quirky. Yes. Like, yes. Where it's like. It's funny, but it's awkward funny. That really yeah. weird, awkward humor, which I like, but other people it might be kind of a turnoff to. Um, I think other, I think religious people wouldn't like this show. Probably. <laughs> what do you think, from? <laughs> no. Uh, but overall, as far as the seven episodes, I gave it a six point five. Yeah, I would give it a 6.5 as well. <laughs> Maybe 7 even. Yeah, I would go as high I as a 7. I, I, I think I, I'll bump it up. I'll go as high as a 7 for this. I, I think maybe I liked it a little more than you because I've been so involved with religious stuff. So for me, as a confirmed atheist, it was even more funny. You understand what I mean? Uh, no, I mean, I've been involved... Uh, in the other side of religion, I guess, uh, you know, that long. But, uh, I mean, the it wasn't necessarily anything to do with the storyline. It was something about um, the feeling of the show. Something about how mm. the characters interacted. Something about uh, the way the whole thing flowed. That it felt, there's something clunky about it. That it just didn't. Mm. Get all the way as high as it could. Where I think if they do a second season, it could even be better. Uh, so yeah, uh, I watched uh, something that coming on TV tonight that uh, look are really looking forward to see. Uh, that is called "What We Do with the Shadows." Uh, it was on my list of things I was looking most forward to. Uh, this first uh, episode, look, I give a 9 out of 10. It was fucking amazing. Cool. Wait, uh, come, it comes out tonight. Fro, Fro yes. saw it already, though. Their advanced copy. Uh, I guess... Yeah, this was on my list, right? Of Yeah, it was on my list, too, of things I was looking I forward think, to. I think yeah. so, yeah. It was. I, I just had to go back and look, because I, I was like, I think this was. But yeah, it was. Um... So it was on both our lists of things that we're super excited for. Uh, I'm yeah. definitely going to check it out tonight. Uh, other things, actually, Happy is on tonight. Season 2, Episode 1. Excited yeah. for that. Uh, Hannah, uh, the full season comes out on Friday. And then mm -hmm. Sunday, Season 2, Episode 1 of Barry. So th this yeah. next week is going to be big time uh, week of TV. And Billions has come back... Uh, for another season, I'm super stoked for that. You haven't seen that, but uh, I'm I'm very happy about that to see that for it fourth season coming back. Right, I saw a commercial for it recently, and I still was like, yeah. I don't, not interested in the show. <laughs> I know. Do you remember the show Arliss on HBO? It was like the yes most terrible show. For some reason, that Billions reminds me of Arliss. I don't know, just by the commercial. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not. 
Should we have you seen anything else? Uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The Ant Man Thanos meme that's out there, but we'll we'll talk about that later. A uh, what? The Ant Ant Man Thanos meme that's going around. I have not seen this. What is this about? I remember when I covered Ant Man and I was saying, why doesn't yeah. Ant Man just shrink down and uh, go inside people's bodies and blow them up? That's become a meme yeah. online where people are saying, oh. why doesn't Ant Man in Infinity is it Infinity War that's Infinity coming Wars, up? Yeah. yeah. Why doesn't he no, just go yeah. into Thanos's butt and then blow him up? That's the new <laughs> meme. <laughs> really? I haven't seen this. Cool. Um, talking about something that's also in DAS, uh, anti-vax. You see what I did there? Does you get the vaccines in DAS? You get it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what is anti-vax about, Luke? Uh, it's a reluctance or refusal to be vaccinated or to have one's children vaccinated. It's identified by the World Health Organization as one of the top ten glo excuse me, global health threats in 2019. It contradicts overwhelming scientific consensus about the safety and effectacy, effective, blah, 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 blah. Let me try that again. <laughs> the safety and efficiency of uh, effectiveness of vaccines. I can't say it. I can't say words. <laughs> I'm so glad I stopped you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk talk about this um, mostly because I've seen a lot uh, lately about. Especially in Norwegian media, I've, I told you this when we were not recording last week that uh, um, FIP, uh, one of our parties, wanted to start denying people that didn't vaccinate their kids to go into the kindergarten uh, system because uh, uh, they were afraid of getting uh, diseases spread into the kindergarten. Right. Okay. And I, I, I mean, there's... I, and I thought to thought to myself, would that be a problem if one child wasn't vaccinated, and all the rest were? Uh, right. Well, it that, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. But the thing is, vaccines are only uh, they're not a hundred percent effective. Right. So, so it could still, even if a kid has a vaccine, uh, something could sneak through. It's it's feasible, I guess. So, I understand what you're saying. Like, if every kid's vaccinated and one kid isn't, uh, how is that kid going to get everybody else sick because they're all vaccinated? I, it could just get a couple of them sick, I guess, is possible, uh, but mm. kind of unlikely. Uh, yeah. I mean, the big thing here right now, like I said, I think at the end of the show last week, uh, over the last four months, I want to say, it started in Washington State. There was a big measles outbreak, and it spread uh, down here. But we'll kind of cover that in a minute because I actually have a an article about that that we're going to cover at the end of this. So, so what should we go into first? Uh, right. Uh, I guess just common themes is a good place to start as far as the common themes of why people don't believe in vaccinating themselves or their children. Mm. Yeah, um, 
one of the biggest is uh, autism. Uh, the idea of the link between vaccines and autism has been extremely investigated and shown to be false. The scientific consensus is that there's no relationship, causal or otherwise, between vaccines and uh, incidents of autism. And vaccine immigrants do not cause autism. Nevertheless, then the vaccination movement continues to promote myth, conspiracy theories, and misunderstanding information linking the two. A development tactic uh, appears to be uh, the promotion of irrelevant research as active aggregation of several questionable and uh, preliminary uh, related research studies in an attempt to justify the center's undyingly a question claim. Oh, underlying a questionable claim. Right. Yes. Uh, and then Theo Mersel, uh, an or yeah. orgomercury co compound. This compound is a well-established antifungal agent. Uh, it is used to preserve small amounts of multi-dose vaccines to prevent contamination of the vaccine. Uh, despite thermal's efficiency, is that how you say thymersal? Thymersal. Uh, the use of thymersal is con controversial because it contains mercury. Uh, as a result, in 1999, the Center for Disease Control asked vaccine makers to remove it from the vaccines as quickly as possible. Uh, it is now absent from all common U.S. and European vaccines, except for some preparations for in influenza, in, uh, the influenza vaccine, so the flu flu vaccine, which like is the one that everybody gets, I guess. So that's a little weird. Yeah. Currently, there is no uh, accepted science evidence between exposure of theromorsal uh, is a factor of causing autism. Uh, so they also tried to link this into autism. And uh, since 2000, parents in the United States uh, have pursued legal complications from the federal found arguing that commercial caused autism in their children. Uh, a 2004 Institute of Medicine committed favored uh, rejecting any causal relationship between thermosal containing vaccines and autism. Uh, you want me to go into the next one? Yeah. Uh, the MR, MMR vaccine, uh, it's a vaccine for mumps, measles, and rubella. Uh, I, oh, here, the first dose is given to kids 9 to 15, is what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a subject of controversy after the publication of Lancet in 1998, a paper by Andrew Wakefield, who reported case histories of 12 children, mostly uh, with autism, with onset soon after the administration, oh, the, their autism was onset soon after the administration of the vaccine. Uh, and in a press conference in 1998, Wakefield suggested that giving children the vaccine in three separate doses would be safer than a single vaccine. This suggests this suggestion was not supported by the paper, and several subsequent peer-reviewed studies have failed to show any association between uh, the MMR vaccine and autism. So everything, even when you go down this, everyone that's like a, a common occurrence, they all relate back to autism somehow. We should mm -hmm. kind of point that out, yeah. 
Yeah, no. Um, I've seen a lot of sad videos this week of crying mothers saying I blame the government sitting there with their autism uh, children and saying it was the vaccine that did it. Before he got the vaccine, he was normal. When he got the vaccine, he got autism. I've seen many of those videos this week, and it's uh, very, very hard to watch. Not only because it's fucking atrociously scary, but uh, they actually believe it with their heart. To be honest, bro, it's impossible to find those kind of videos on YouTube anymore <laughs> because YouTube has yeah. completely censored anything. We'll talk about actually ha have an article about it, but I went to YouTube to kind of find research to, to do research on this and you want to research both sides, right? But mm. if you go to YouTube, you're only going to see the, uh, the pro vaccine side. It's like right. virtually impossible right now to go on YouTube and find anything like that, at least here in America. I don't know if it was the same for you in Norway. Yeah, no, I've, I did find videos of it. I've seen many, many videos of it before. It was impossible for me to find uh, anything uh, really, really out there as far as uh, anti-vaccine on YouTube because they've changed their algorithm to to filter those videos out completely, at least here in America. Mm. So we'll cover that in a minute, but let's move on to the next one. Vaccine overload? Yep. A non-medical term in a notion that giving many vaccines and once maybe overwhelm or, or awaken its child's immune, uh, immature immune uh, system and lead to adverse effects. Can I guess one of those effects is autism? I'm guessing that's probably going to come up in this in a second. <laughs> Despite scientific evidence that strongly contradicts the idea, some parents of autistic children believe that the vaccine overload causes autism. Hmm. The results controversy has caused many parents to delay or avoid immunizing their children. Some parental misconceptions are major obstacles towards immunization of children. Uh, right. I mean, that kind of just goes into the same things we've just been talking about. I mean, it's just a different reason they think it's causing autism. It's a different. Mm -hmm. So I'm, my guess is if you go into these, there's probably different groups of anti-vax people who believe these different things. There's different probably sects of anti-vaxxers that we, you know what I mean? Some that believe in this anti or this vaccine overload, some that are are all about the mercury and that's the thing that causes it. I bet those are, I bet you, if we looked into it, there's probably dueling factions of anti-vaxxers who don't believe each other. You know what I'm saying, Fro? Mm. I bet it would, I bet that's true, but, uh, pre, prenatal in, infection. Okay. Uh, there's evidence that schizophrenia is associated with prenatal exposure to rubella influenza influenza and toxoplasmosis uh for example one study found sevenfold increase of schizophrenia when mothers were exposed to influenza in the first trimester mm -hmm. uh, so they this many this may have public health implications as strategies for preventing inf infection including vaccines 
Uh, based on studies in the anim in animal models, theoretical concerns may have been raised about the possible link, link between schizophrenia and maternal uh, immune response activity by virus antigens. Uh, so what does this mean? Uh, a 2009 review concluded that the uh, infant evidence to recommend the routine. So, okay, took it away. Yeah. So they're saying that uh, giving, or um, if you give them the influenza vaccine when you're in the first trimester, it can cause schizophrenia. Is that what they're suggesting? Yes. Uh, yes. That's actually the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> but okay. Mm -hmm. Despite this recommendation, only 16% of healthy women surveyed in 2005 have been uh, vaccinated uh, um, against, against the flu. flu. So the, yeah, so the risk of serious in, uh, influence-related medical complications during the two trimesters are greater for the flu-related uh, to non-pregnant women. So the possible transfer of virtual anti-influence antibodies to children, protecting the children from the flu. And several studies have found no harm to pregnant women or <laughs> their children from the vaccination. So It says only 16%, but 16% is a lot of people. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to aluminum. Uh, aluminum compounds are used uh, as immological ad adjunct to increase the effectiveness of vaccines. Uh, the aluminum in vaccines simulates or causes small amounts of tissue damage, driving the body's response more powerfully to, to what it sees as serious infection, uh, promoting the development of lasting immune response. Mm -hmm. That sounds a little scary, so I can understand why people would look at that badly, but um, yeah. in some cases, these compounds have been associated with redness, itching, and low-grade fever, in some cases, aluminum-containing vaccines are associated with macro uh, macrofascist myfasciitis. Sure. Yeah, say that, say that ten, ten times fast. We'll just call it MMF, because that's what they... Uh, yes. Uh, localized microscopic lesions containing aluminum salts that persist up to eight years... However, recent cases in controlled studies have found no specific clinical symptoms in individuals with biopsies, showing there is no evidence that aluminum-containing vaccines are a serious health risk or justify changes to the immunization practice. I don't know that. Yeah. That aluminum one. That I, I don't believe in any of this stuff, but that's a little scary sounding to me. <laughs> Anthrax vaccine. When the U.S. military began recurring its troops to receive anthrax vaccine, multiple U.S. Multi military troops refused to do so, which led to threats of military court martial. So, and then if you remember the swine flu way back in two thousand nine, yep. the H one N one. If everybody remembers that. Uh... Yep. During 2009, 2009 flu pandemic, uh, significant controversy broke out regarding the H1N1 flu vaccine and w if it was safe. Among other countries, 
France, numerous different French groups publicly criticized the vaccine as potentially dangerous. And we say should also talk about other safety concerns, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, some of these would include the hypothesis that vaccines can cause uh, sudden infant death syndrome, uh, epilepsy, allergies, multiple sclerosis, autoimmune disease, and type 1 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, vaccinations can, uh, have been said to transmit uh, oh, mad cow disease, hepatitis C, and HIV. Yes. The, these hypotheses have been investigated with the conclusion that currently used vaccines meet high s safety standards and that criticism of vaccine safety in the popular press is not justified. All right. So I think the best place to go next is religion from. Yes, uh, because imagine there's no heaven. It's easy <laughs> if you try. <laughs> mm-hmm. Vaccination has been opposed on religious grounds ever since it was introduced. Some Christian opponents argued that when vaccination was first becoming widespread, that God had decreed that someone should die of smallpox, it would be a swim to, uh, to go against God's will, more or less. Religious opponents continues to the present day on various grounds, raising ethical difficulties of number of unvaccinated uh, children threats harm to the entire population. Many government allow, uh, allow parents to opt out of the children, otherwise mandatory vaccination for religious reasons. Some parents falsely claim religious beliefs to get vaccination exceptionations. I think that is something that's left out of the argument or the the conversation too much here in America is the uh, religious aspect. Like yeah. everything else is covered when you talk about uh, an, uh, anti-vax people except for their religion. It's like you can't you can't touch that. That's the thing you can't touch and that's the thing that's really driving a lot of this. Uh, I think personally um, and it's never discussed and I think that's a real hindrance to this whole issue let's talk about one doctor especially or one rabbi uh, among early Hasidic leaders Rabbi Nachman of Brevlov's Breslov uh, se uh, from 1772 to 1810 was known for his criticism of doctors and their medical treatments of the day however when he when the first vaccines were successfully introduced, he stated, Every parent should have this child vaccinated within the first three months of life. Failure to do so is tantamount to murder, even if they live far from the city and have to tra uh, travel during the great winter cold, they should have the ch child vaccinated uh, before three months. So, even in 1810... People knew vaccines were good. Right, this guy. Pretty early. Uh, but there were also at that same time people against it. Uh, yeah. I actually just saw a thing last night. Uh, it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Some lady talking yeah. about uh, the first ever 
uh, anti-vax protest, and it was like hundreds of thousands of people in like mm-hmm. in England. I think it was somewhere of that nature. Um, so yeah, people. I mean, it's always been on the religious side, though. It's being pushed by the church that it's against God. Uh, is the way I, I I was to understand it. Is that what you from listening to yes. that podcast? Okay. Yes. In the United States, there are currently only three states, Mississippi, West Virginia, and California, that do not provide exceptions based on religion, religious beliefs. I'm a little amazed that Mississippi was one of them. (laughs) I'm like, what? In West Virginia, yeah. West Virginia and Mississippi. But maybe it's because... Those are the places that have a really big problem with it because of all the religious uh, oh, yeah. extremism in those That's, areas. So maybe the, they yeah. had to pass those laws because they were having a bigger problem than the other places. Kind of makes sense. Maybe. I know yeah. they're talking about it here because of the measles outbreaks that have happened here recently. So, yeah. Information warfare is the next place we're going. Yes. Way down at the bottom. An analyst. Way down on the bottom. An analysis of tweets from 2014 through September 2017 revealed an active campaign on Twitter by, who is this? The Internet Research Agency, a Russian troll (laughs) farm accused of interfering in the 2016 elections to sow discord about the safety of vaccines. Is all the Russians, uh, fro. Uh, The campaign's use of sophisticated sophisticated Twitter bots to amplify high, high... Twitter bots are not highly sophisticated, everybody. Like, it's... the cr- Like, what? Uh, to amplify highly polarizing pro-vaccine and anti-vaccine messages containing the hashtag VaccinateUSA uh, posted by internet research agency Trolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of the most recent thing, but I found... Let's... Uh, I found this article. I'm going to read it for you here. Uh, kind of about why people believe this or are willing to ex- uh, believe uh, that vaccines aren't uh, or cause autism or don't work or whatever they believe, the anti-vax people. Uh, why do they believe this? And even when you throw scientific facts at them uh, that, Uh, refute their claims, they still believe it. So, I'm going to go into this. Uh, Climate... Yeah, and we we should maybe say where we got this article from. Oh, IFL Science, right. Yes. And it's called Throwing Science at Anti-Vaxxers Just to Make Them More Hardline. Uh, And it's comparing... uh, This article is comparing them to climate deniers, which I think is a really good... Because the same people who are anti-vaxxers, as far as religiously, are the same people who don't believe in climate change. So, uh, climate skeptics, for example, you might think that climate skeptics would uh, would uh, would be likely to be more ignorant of science than those who accept the consequences that humans are causing global increase in temperatures, but you'd be wrong. The individuals with the highest degree of scientific literacy are those most concerned about climate change, uh, but they are also the group that is the most divided over the issue. Most scientifically literate are also uh, some of the strongest climate skeptics. 
a driver for this process of uh, psychologists have called bias assimil assimilation. Uh, we all regard new information in a new light. Uh, oh, new information in the light of what we already believe. Uh, in line with this, one study showed that climate skeptics uh, rated newspaper editorials supporting the reality of climate change as less persuasive and less reliable than non-skeptics. Some studies have even shown that people can react to information which is meant to persuade them out of their beliefs by becoming more hardline, the exact opposite of the persuasive's intent. So if you're trying to convince them, you might even push them harder to be for being anti-vax. It's kind of similar to this Trump thing. <laughs> the, mm -hmm. the more you push against it, the... I think we've been saying this for a long ass time. It, Roman Reigns syndrome. The harder you push it and push it and push it on people, the more they're gonna go. They're gonna push back, uh, is what it's saying. For topics such as climate change or vaccine safety, this means that little scientific education education gives you more ways to disagree with new information that doesn't fit your existing beliefs. So we shouldn't expect anti-vaxxers to be easily converted by throwing scientific facts at them they are likely to have their own interpretation of those facts. And this goes back, remember Kellyanne Conway saying, uh, what did she say? Uh, alternative facts? And how mm -hmm. that was this big joke for the longest time? Um, these people do have a different interpretation of the same facts. They don't have different facts. They just interpret the facts differently than we do. And we need to understand that. Does that make sense, bro? Mm -hmm. You got anything to say on that? No, uh, uh, I, I I found that article very very interesting, and I I think I think it, it oh I got yeah I got of... I got more in this article, but anything on okay. that that specific what I just said. No no no, uh, it's an interesting uh, com uh, com uh, comparisons between those two things, and I I do agree. It's it's it, uh, the less the less you know about things, the more more scary it is. I totally agree. And it's also saying uh, if you yeah. get new information that do, uh, doesn't exist your existing beliefs, it gives you ammo uh, against the other people because you take that information right. they gave you and you find something to negate it. Uh, so here, finding uh, our finding was that ex how expert a particular group or people was perceived to be, such as government, scientists, or journalists, uh, was a poor predictor of how much they were trusted on an issue. Instead, what was critical was how much they were perceived to have the public interest at heart. Groups of people who were perceived to want to act in line with uh, the respondents' best interests, such as their friends or family, were highly trusted even if their expertise on the issue of pollution or climate change was poor. Uh, by implication, we might expect anti-vaxxers to have friends who are also anti-vaxxers. Uh, that would reinforce their mistaken beliefs and correspondingly have low beliefs and pro-vaccine messengers such as scientists, government agencies, and journalists have, uh, they believe they don't have their best interests at heart. The corollary, uh, corollary is that no amount of information from these sources, and no matter how persuasive you and me have to be, uh, it will uh, will convert anti-vaxxers who have different beliefs about how trustworthy the medical establishment is. So you can't convince them when they don't trust 
the facts you're pointing at. You see what I'm saying, bro? Mm -hmm. Many mm -hmm. who persuade anti-vaxxers view on the issue is one of scientific education, but anti-vaxxers have mistaken the basic facts. The argument goes, so they need to be corrected, but this is likely to be ineffective. Anti-vaxxers may be wrong, but don't call them irrational. Uh, rather than last, lacking scientific facts, they, they lack trust in the establishment, which produces and uh, disseminates the science that we believe. If you meet an anti-vaxxer, you might have more luck persuading them by trying to explain how science works and why you put your trust in it uh, and what you've been told, rather than uh, dismissing their beliefs as irrational. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why on this show we haven't covered this yet, and the other thing we haven't ever covered is climate change is because mm -hmm. you can put a thousand facts out there about what you believe on it, um, and the other side is just going to use those facts against you. There's no winning mm -hmm. these arguments. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's one of the pro problems, because, <laughs> like you said, like when, 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 when you get uh, the facts in, in front of them, it's, it's like, it's, it's flat earth. Like, uh, you, you can point to gravity as much as you want, or the moon, uh, uh, um, the dark, uh, darkness of the, uh, the sun and the moon and things like that, uh, or airplanes or fo photos, they will only come back to you with, oh, that's fake, or this can be proven or uh, disproven, or uh, some, some arguments. There's no winning in a discussion against people like that. Right, you have to change the argument. You have to make it about uh, science, is what this article is saying. If you if you really yeah. want to get to these people, you need to convince them of the authenticity of the sources you are mm -hmm. citing to them. Because people who believe Breitbart News and Fox aren't going to trust the stuff you're getting from MSNBC and CNN. You just got to understand that. And you might say, well, that's dumb. They're idiots. They don't they uh, they don't know any better. And that's true, but it doesn't change the fact. <laughs> like that doesn't help anything you calling them an idiot. Right. Okay, so I went and found these are all uh, if you see I posted a couple of them. There's more yes. out there, but I've just went and found some articles about uh, anti-vax stuff. All these are from within the last month, so. Uh, we will, for example, go to abc.net uh, from Australia. Go find me, Baz, and the vaxxers in fight against vaccine misinformation. Go find me, will ban anti-vaxxers from using platform to raise money in a bid to stop the spread of misinformation about vaccine online. Campaign raising money to promote misinformation about vaccine validate GoFundMe's terms of service, and we are removing them from the platform. GoFundMe confirmed in the statement to ABC. Right. So, I mean, I understand what they're going for, but is there really a lot of people who are like, I need to find out about uh, how bad vaccines are for me. I better go to GoFundMe and check out what... The what that has to say. No, but but, <laughs> but yeah, if I wanted to, like, 
uh, I would send up a GoFundMe page uh, to make an article of uh, showing how vaccines are dangerous. They would ban me for using that. Oh, I understand it. I'm just saying, I don't think a lot of people are using... Like, in the article, they say uh, to stop the dissemination of anti-vax material. Right. But I don't think that uh, GoFundMe is a place where a lot of people are looking for anti-vax material. I think people who are trying to get funds to create that material are. So I understand what they're going for. But uh, it's not just GoFundMe. Facebook and YouTube are suppressing anti-vaxxer content. Both Facebook and YouTube are cracking down on anti-vaccination content by making the controversial information harder to find. Like I just said uh, earlier, Facebook plans to prevent pages and groups to spread informa- misinformation about van- vaccines from appearing on people's Facebook news feeds in- and in searches. Going forward, the groups uh, and pages will no longer appear in recommendations or in predictions when you make Facebook searches. And that's what I was talking about. I'm trying to look up the other side on fa- on YouTube, and it, it's impossible to find because uh, it no longer appears in the, in the recommendations when you search for it. The first things that come up are all, uh, the first three pages are all uh, the other way. Uh, hmm. Just because they're trying, these websites are trying to fight the anti-vax people. Uh, should we go to Kentucky? Yeah, go and do that one. Kentucky anti-vaxxer gets hearing over chickenpox school ban. Unvaccinated students have been ordered by the state health department to stay away from Our Lady of Assumption Church School, and it activates during uh, the outbreak. Oh, it's activities, uh, right? And uh, activities. how su- how surprised are you that it's Our Lady of Assumption Church School? Like <laughs> again, I'm going to go back. I in when this this whole topic talks about, it, and people always want to fight them on the the science of it, and it's like we really need to understand that these people are so in this religious mindset that throwing science at somebody who believes in a giant guy on a cloud that lives in the sky. Is not there? That's not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Throwing science at that person, they believe crazy shit. So, continue. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, an unvaccinated uh, student in Kentucky will have his stay in court after suing uh, because he can't participate in ex uh, extracurricular extracurricular activities during the chickenpox outbreak. Uh, the Courier Journal reports 18-year-old Jeremy Kunkel case will be heard on court on <laughs> April 1st. Really? <laughs> okay. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even think about that. No, April no, nobody is going to believe. Nobody is going to believe the uh, the case uh, either way. Then, yeah, uh, unvaccinated students have been ordered to by the stealth. State Health Department to stay away from our ladies of Assumption Church School, as we said. Uh, Conkle's family found uh, founded the school and the church, which opposes uh, anything to do with abortions. Wow, what? What? Okay. Uh, he says vaccine evaluates his beliefs because it's producing 
using its cell lines derived from aborted fetuses generations ago. The National Catholic Biotemic Center says vaccines is okay because it doesn't actually contain aborted cells. All right, now we're getting uh, going to Portland, Oregon, uh, right here near where I know somebody in Oregon. Yeah, I'm in Oregon, but luckily I'm not up in the northern part. Uh, But Oregon health authorities have seen two new measles cases, one in Multnomah County and one in Clackamas County, have been linked to an outbreak in Marion County, raising the number of people diagnosed with measles to four. This measles outbreak is is said to be unrelated to the Vancouver area outbreak that began in January. That was the one I was talking about in Washington. Uh, The Oregonian reports that Clackamas County residents uh, visit a Salem Missionary Training School for youth Mm -hmm. with a mission at the same time as an Illinois resident Mm. who was contagious with measles. (laughs) Very, very strange. Yeah, it's at a church again, a a mission school. Uh, missionary training school, I guess. Uh, while contagious, the Oregon residents visited Kaiser Sunside Medical Center in Clackamas, so a bunch of people got sick from this. Uh, ten people so far have been diagnosed with me- measles in Oregon since January 1st. And this is all due to people not vaccinating their kids. Yeah. Fucking loons. <laughs> I mean, I could have found... A- probably 10 more articles that happened in March about uh, some kind of anti-vaccination thing. Um, but I had to stop somewhere, so. Yeah. So, uh, Luke, where does anti-vax rate on the crazy scale? Well, I guess I'll give my like kind of final wrap-up thoughts on this first. Um, I-, I can tell you I know... We did Bill Cooper last week, and I know where Bill Cooper would stand on this. He would say that the government is giving these uh, vaccines to people to kill them off because of overpopulation, fro. That's what he would say. You know, doesn't that sound exactly like what he would say? Alex Jones would probably say the same thing. Um, I think there's a lot of that that goes into it, that people think there's some... that uh, These people believe that the government doesn't have their best interests at heart, and that's why they don't trust these vaccines. And that's really what it comes down to. And we got to understand mm. that. Um, that it's more than just the science behind it. Overall, how crazy is it to not vaccinate your kid? It's not as crazy as last week's topic. So I'm going to go 7.5 on this one. What about you? This is a stem. And I will tell you why. Uh, personally... And this is me personally. And like personally, I feel that this is a ten. And I think I, I I think that is a you may be messing up the scale by giving this thing a ten because uh, do they believe that aliens uh, are um, giving or putting uh, these mercuries in the vaccines? Because that I might give a ten. You know what I mean? But I don't think there's enough here to give it a 10, Fro. But continue. If you want to give it a 10, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I think it's crazy to to not do it. That is what I'm giving the 10. Uh, uh, what I'm giving the theory itself? I Maybe I give the uh, 8. 
seven, seven and a half, yeah, around there. Uh, no, I, I think I think it's it's for me personally. I, I just feel like not vaccinating your children is harmful for society. It's not really a personal thing. I don't really care what you believe. Uh, uh, me personally, think that you should do it because it's a safety uh, thing more than it's anything else. You can believe what you want religiously as long as your uh, belief doesn't harm anybody else. That's my, my, my point of view. And I believe that in any way. So uh, I'm, I'm saying that you, by not vaccinating your children, you're harming other people that are, uh, I know of people that are resident against vaccines that can't have vaccines. Like they are allergic to vaccines. So they are kind of relying on that you are giving your children vaccine because your kids can actually have it. So that's my thought about it. Movies! Before we go into movies, let's talk a little about Bohemian Rhapsody, Luke, because it's opening in China. Isn't that good? Yeah, it took a while, but sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure the Chinese people will love all of the movie. What? Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll love it in completion. Oh, wait. They didn't get to see it oh. completed, the complete film. Hmm. Oh. oh. Okay, I'm seeing here on BBC, okay. Oscar-winning Freddie Mercury biopic Bohemian Rhapsody was released to China on Friday, but references to the Queen singer's sexuality and AIDS diagnosis were censored. Yeah. Why the AIDS? The AIDS part is weird to me. Uh, several min minutes of footage were edited out of the film, including scenes of two men kissing and the word gay. There, uh, there were, they ha there has been significant reaction to the film's release online. More than 50,000 users have posted reviews uh, on China's Twitter-like microblogging platform, Sina Weibo. Uh, some users complained of half half watching and half guessing as a result of the deleted scenes <laughs> yeah because <laughs> what was removed then uh, what was removed uh, several scenes were deleted or amended explicit uh, explicit and implicit references to his sexuality were edited out including an important scene in which he oh uh, where he comes out to his girlfriend right if you that was like one of the biggest scenes of the movie. Uh, other yeah. scenes to be removed, including the close-up of his mm -hmm. crotch as he performs, interactions with uh, his male partner, and an entire sequence in which the character and his on-screen bandmates recreate uh, the iconic music video in 1984's single, I Want to Break Free. Oh, in which they dress in women's clothing. So they they didn't like the women's clothing part, I guess. I actually don't remember that scene in the movie. Am I completely breaking, like, uh, blanking out the music video scene? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I'm Chinese? I didn't know. Okay. It wasn't that long. Yeah. <laughs> You're Chinese. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, no, it's it's just it's just so fucking stupid. Why? Why? It's 2019. Yeah, it's 1919. It's China though. They're just catching up. They're still catching up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, look. Uh, I have something to admit to you that I shouldn't admit. Guess okay. what I saw for the first time this week. What was that? I saw Dumbo for the first time in my entire life this week. Oh, the, ori- uh, the original Disney version of Dumbo? Yes, yeah. Ah, the, the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. The cartoon. Because uh, I'm, I'm seeing the remake on Monday. So I figured out. I've I've seen parts of it. I've seen the flying scene, and I've seen the Dumbo is drunk scene, but I never seen the entire movie altogether. Right. Uh, did Did you see it and go, "Wow, that part's racist" in that one scene? Yeah, no, I didn't. There is a scene I, in I Dumbo don't... that is really yeah. racist. I, I I've I've heard about the crows being racist. Uh, so when I watched it, I was like, "Is this really racist?" I didn't know. It's I the stereotype, uh, the voice, and the stereotyping, and yeah, the attitude and everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I give uh, Dumbo a seven point five. Yeah, I, I remember really enjoying that film when I was a kid. Um. I think it was one yes. of the Disney movies like that I didn't own, and so when I did get to watch it, it was like a treat. I remember that. Uh, yeah, it's sad. It's I know got... I shouldn't admit admit it, but it's very weird that I haven't seen it before now. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember there's pretty sad parts in it as well, but uh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen it in years. So, but yeah, I'm seeing the remake of it next uh, Monday. The inverted uh, one. I saw a Disney movie as well this week. Uh, yeah. Christopher Robin. Oh, right, the Pooh, the Winnie the Pooh movie. I guess. Well, it's a yeah. sequel to the other one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, this one kind I of. I like this movie. It was good, but it kind of broke yeah. the lore of yeah Winnie the Pooh when yeah Pooh comes out into the out. real world. Yeah. That's yeah. a little strange. Yeah. Uh, kind of changes the whole concept of Winnie the Pooh, which I, I didn't mind it, I guess, because it's just a silly kids no. movie. But it uh, it does kind of change the whole lore of how Winnie the because it wasn't it originally that the kid was like feverish, you know what I mean? Yes. And then he was seeing yeah, yeah. things. It's almost almost like an Alice yeah. in Wonderland kind of thing happening. But I but guess you, yeah, Ian McGregor is is very very good in this movie. I like Ian McGregor in this movie. I love the message of the movie. I love the yeah. uh, the fact that it incorporated the songs without it being a musical because I wouldn't have liked yeah. it otherwise. Um, <laughs> some of the animation's a little off-putting. It's like I don't know. They made Rabbit kind of disturbing looking, didn't you think? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, kind of in the way like that that Jungle Book, the last Jungle Book movie we watched, had those disturbing characters where it's like that just doesn't uh. seem quite right. Yeah, it's not that disturbing. No, no, no. It's it, not to no. that degree, but it's on the same kind no. of like wavelength. Yeah, but uh, yes. I gave this a five point five. 
Yeah, it's it's okay. I uh, I don't remember it's very. When is it from? Uh, 2018. But I I can look up the actual month real really quick. Oh, uh, I I thought it was uh, before that. Actually, I thought it was it was 2016. 17. No, you're probably thinking of the because this was the sequel to the other Pooh movie. Oh yeah. August 2018. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No, it's it's okay. I would give it a six. Uh, in preparation of Hannah, the TV show, look, I finally got around to see the fucking movie it's based on. Uh, I didn't know it was based on a movie. Yeah, okay. I found out that this week uh, that uh, the TV show is based on a movie from 2011 with uh, S- uh, Sorcery Ronan and Eric Banner and Kate Blanchett in, uh, in roles. And this is a fucking amazing movie. I can understand that uh, they wanted to make a TV show out of this. Um, I can give it a 9 out of 10. Okay, what's it about? It's just like the TV show. Like, it's about this girl oh. uh, raised in the forest. Right, okay. By, his, by her dad. Infertile trait. Okay, uh, I almost don't want to check it out because I feel like it might spoil something for the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm. I probably won't check it out till after I see the show. Uh, that's another <laughs> idea. If people, are, that's what you're thinking about. Uh, uh I only saw one other movie. Oh, nine God. out of nine of the ten is very good score. 2011. Yeah. Okay. I did not know know that this was based on the movie before this week because I went to the um, uh, uh, Wikipedia for Hana, the TV show mm-hmm. and I saw it was based on the movie and I thought, oh, maybe I should watch the movie then. I was totally <laughs> unaware that it was based on a movie, yeah. I, I'm trying to think if in the trailer if it said anything about that. I don't even remember it saying it in the trailer, yeah. Mm. Uh, I saw one other movie, uh, Free Solo. The picture that won Best Documentary for the Oscars? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. This movie should have been in the best category instead of either Bohemian Rhapsody or Black Panther. This should have been in one of those slots, because this movie was better (laughs) than either of those movies. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Yes, it's a very, very good movie. Uh, I told you it was good! That's what why it's one. Right, because Fro gave me that answer and that gave me a point. Right, um, I forgot about that until just now. Uh, yeah, I just felt like if you the last twenty minutes of this movie compared to the oh, last twenty oh, minutes no. of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, like where's the comparison there? I don't even know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad it won uh, best documentary. But this is about a rock climber and his struggle to uh, find. I guess the courage to finally uh, climb this one rock free without any ropes that nobody's ever done. And uh, it's pretty intense. It's a pretty intense film. The last movie I watched this week, Luke. Are you ready to hear about it? Okay. Nah, let's not talk about it because it's the audio trailer this week. Okay. It's us 
I saw us. But before we go into us, we're going to do a little bet, you and me. The movie bet. I was wondering. Uh, I was like, why is he skipping forward? We need to do the movie bet. Yeah, movie bet time. Uh, We decided, uh, because Adventures (laughs) Endgame is coming out this month, we are disqualifying it because we, we... we both know <laughs> that would win. <laughs> when me and Luke agree upon that the movie would win, it's pretty disqualified. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no getting around that it's going to make a ton of money. Uh, yeah. Because all the other ones made so much money, and this is kind of the uh, culmination of all these other movies. So this is going to make right. a shit ton of money. But So we're just going to go off yeah. the, all the other ones. So let's scratch that, just scratch it from our minds, and I'll start up yep. here at the top. Uh, the Best of Enemies, a drama uh, by STX Entertainment. Pet Cemetery, a horror by Paramount. Shazam, an action by Warner Brothers. I've seen the thing. Is this really an action? I think action comedy is a better. Yeah, it's action comedy. Yeah. yeah. After a drama by Avram. Hellboy, uh, the new one, an action uh, by Lionsgate Summit Films. A little a comedy by Universal. Missing Link, uh, the Curse of La. I don't. Even, I actually think that got scratched from the title. So the Missing Link horror by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakthrough, a drama by Fox. Penguins, a documentary by Univista. Yeah, and a uh, Adventures Endgame, an action adventure by. Vista or Fox or Disney or whatever. Right. So, what is your bet for who's going to win here? Uh, well, my bet for second best after uh, Adventures <laughs> is going to be Shazam. Okay, Shazam. Um, Shazam. Right. And we're picking... Which movie is going to get the most... Second place after, right, after but the, Adventures. We didn't say uh, the most money in the opening weekend is what we're right. betting on here. So you pick Shazam. I'm going to go with Hellboy. Uh, Hellboy. Because they have really been hyping that up. The trailer has been out and uh, since the Super Bowl, I guess, right? And that was a huge... I, I'm trying to think if there's any other big trailers on the Super Bowl besides that one. And yeah, so I think it's going to do pretty well. Uh, And I'm going off that Shazam has gotten fucking great reviews and it's a DC comic movie. Oh, okay. Yes. So, that is our pick. But, look, now I am very, 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 very interested hearing the audio trailer for us. Hey, a car. Okay. I love that music. You got five on it. (laughs) (laughs) It is about drugs, by the way. This is the techno remix. This isn't the uh, 
Who did the techno remix? I can't remember. I don't. I don't remember. I can hear Luke googling. I am googling. I love how they slow it down to make it creepy. Scarier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, DJ Aphrodite. Right. Oh yeah, that that's. What. He was big into doing like remixes of st songs in the early 2000s. He did a lot of different yeah. kind of hip hop remixes. I saw him live a couple times as well, actually. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> I love how they used the score. Right? Yeah. It's still the same song. It's just done now yeah. with a piano and an yeah. orchestra instead. If anything, this is love one of the best trailers I've seen this year, for sure. Yeah, I love seeing the trailer after I've seen the movie. Oh, you didn't ever see the trailer before? No. No, I had no need to see the trailer. <laughs> I knew that I was going to see this movie. That's that was so cool, cool how, how they remake it. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. The soundtrack is probably really good through the movie. Well, I guess you can tell me if it was really good throughout the movie. Uh, -huh. uh Look, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Yeah, let me check this out. Us, accompanied by her husband, son, and daughter, Adelaide Wilson returns to a beachfront home where she grew up. Uh, haunted by traumatic experience from the past, Adelaide grows increasingly concerned that something bad is going to happen. Her worst fears soon become reality when four masked strangers descend upon the house, forcing the Wilsons into a fight for survival. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, 81% on Metacritic, and 77% of Google users liked us. Uh, of course, directed by Jordan Peele. I'm going to let you find the reviews first, because I've already seen this movie, and I have my own fucking review, so... Okay, uh, let's see. Mm, I'll start with this one. Brandy Gunderson says, uh, not a horror movie, but it was cool and definitely funny. Uh, Barry Max says, I just saw Us. Best horror film of all time is a far stretch. Not even as good as Get Out. Otherwise, quite entertaining, though. Not scary, but has a little suspense. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Great soundtrack. So he says it has a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Curling says, You'd have to be illiterate if you do not like this movie. After all, it, it, it's made for people who know how to comprehend. Um, let's see, where do I go next? I'll do a bad one, I guess. Uh, Alex Valentina says, Possibly one of the worst, most overhyped movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Dave Ritter says, intriguing movie, just not the best, best movie, best horror movie as claimed by some critics, and it's not scary at all. 
Uh, Jessica Brown says, after watching it, I left the theater confused. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes. Didn't love or hate it. Afterwards, I, uh, afterwards I, gr this is not spelled right. Oh, I found afterwards I found a really good. It, she spelled it with a G instead of uh, an oh. F. Afterwards, I found a really good review and synopsis of the movie, and now I have a better understanding, and I want to go see it again. So, hey, look. Let's play a game. Did throw like this movie? Um, I think since we're playing this game, I'm gonna go with no. Uh, I love this movie. Look, uh, you couldn't be more wrong. Okay, uh, this is. See, I thought it was a trick question. Uh, I was going yes. just off of it being a trick question. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is fucking amazing. Um, better than Get Out. Uh, do you know what? I thought this was a more difficult movie to understand, and therefore I liked it better. I think get it get out is is more in your face um, storytelling. Okay. It's less less uh, ambiguous. It's more like it's more straightforward. Okay. Like you understand that it's all about race all uh, right away. But when I came out of the movie, I think I had the biggest grin on my face. I have had in a long, long, long time. Uh, uh, I think this movie is one of the technical best movies I've seen. And uh, without uh, like uh, spoiling anything, because I know how much you want to see this movie, mm -hmm. there's especially one scene in the movie that turned everything on its head, and I wanted to see the movie again because of that uh, uh, twist. Right, okay. And, uh, and it's something you don't see or even like think about and I was so fucking surprised. I give this movie a nine and a half out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I'm super uh, excited to see it. Uh... Not sure when I'll get around to it, uh, but I probably I really want to go actually go to the cinema and see it because I want to get the yeah. full experience of this movie. I think. Yeah, no, it's 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 a cinema movie, and I can't I can promise you, listeners, that we will do an in-depth spoiler review of this when Lucas watched it after uh, after <laughs> we have the in outro song. Uh, when you have seen it. Sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much to discuss about this movie that is... It's one of the most interesting movies Sounds I've like seen. you need to see it twice, even, before oh, yeah. you can, like, really get everything. I mean, according to multiple reviews I read, and you, so, yeah, I'm really oh, yeah. excited for this. Yeah, so, uh, what other films came out this week? Nothing, because everybody knew this movie was going to blow everything out of the water, but uh, they did re-release Cruel Intentions for its 20th anniversary into the theaters. 
Okay, I love Cruel Attentions. I never understood why this was such a cult classic. I mean, it's a it's an okay it. movie. I think it's decent, but I never I never got the hype. I've seen it a few times. My sister really loved this film when I when yeah. it came out or around you know in in the two thousand ninety nine two thousands. Do you know what? I think it's it's because it's uh, the lesbian kiss. It was my fur one of my first lesbian kisses on movies. <laughs> See, I, I always was... just remember the ending with the the necklace. That's the thing that yeah. always sticks into my head and <laughs> sticks in my head. Love, I love that ending. though. <laughs> it's such a good ending. Uh, we're spoiling a movie from 1999, everybody. <laughs> we didn't really spoil it, even. But, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It, it would take a while, actually, because the storyline actually is kind of complex in that film. It would take a minute to try to spoil everything that happens in the end of that. Uh, I, I, I really like... I really like Cruel Attentions. I, I remember... Uh, uh, that was... Uh, the first thing I think she made after Buffy. Was it? The first thing she made after Buffy? Jeez, I don't know. Rob. I'd have to I, look I remember, up when Buffy came I out. I remember... Sorry? I'd have to look up when Buffy came out. Yeah, I re- remember at least that I had a very big crush on... on what's her name again? Sarah... Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes, Sarah Michelle Geller is her name, yeah. Right, and I and I I I remember uh, I was a very 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 big fan of of uh, of of uh, her in 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 the Buffy um, series. I'm trying to think when Buffy was. Do you remember? I mean, I can look up the movie. I, the movie came out a few years. Yeah, before... but she was she wasn't she wasn't in the movie. Right. Okay. The TV show, I guess, ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. Right. Is That's that right? right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm seeing ninety six here. Hmm. It's either ninety six anyway, or ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. It it was one after she did uh, uh did that series. I just remember <laughs> really liking the Buffy movie and the series not being anything like it really. But then everybody loving the TV series, and I was kind of I, I was indifferent about it. I don't know. I'm I'm one of the few that likes Angel better than uh, Buffy. It all, it was always just midday TV to me. Nothing special. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's the uh, welcome to people talking about old TV shows. Uh, we're kind of trying to to talk a little because we we we're, we're waiting on Brexit news they they still haven't done their their uh, uh, well they have voted but we don't know the result of the votes so it will we will uh, should we have a little pause there and just wait 10 minutes it could be longer than that i mean it you said earlier they're going to be they're doing um, hand uh, hand ballots, right? So they have to write it all and then count all the ballots and everything. But that shouldn't take that long, really. I mean, like, hmm. Let me see here. I'm looking it up right now, and I'm not seeing any new 
news. No, but I, I, I just want to see when they started voting. They started voting at nine their time, so or they handed in their votes at nine. Hmm, should be a register on the. The thing is, like, I have a feeling that it will be so around the corner. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I've got. To, I mean, let's plug some shit, and maybe it'll. Maybe we'll get it right here at the end. But uh, audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get your free trial and your free book. Uh, mm-hmm. Go check out Fro's other podcast, that wrestling show with Bill and Fro. Mm-hmm. Um, Where we talk about wrestling, funny enough. Right. And, I mean, WrestleMania is coming up pretty soon. I think it's two weeks away, something, or yeah. I guess a week and a half away. Are you going to watch both NXT and WrestleMania because there's the day between them this time? Um, possibly. I guess we'll have to figure it out when the time comes, if I'm going to be free on fr- if Friday or not. Uh, yeah. Which I probably will be. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, all WrestleMania thing. is going to be all-day yeah. thing, so. Yes. Yes, I know. Yeah. I am excited for it, I though. Know. It'll be all right. WrestleMania? Yeah. 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 I'm I'm still sticking to if Brock Lesnar wins at WrestleMania, I'm going to stop covering it altogether. Uh, yeah, I I watched uh, Raw this week. I haven't watched SmackDown, or I, I watched the uh, Cliff Notes version on YouTube. Uh, right, and it's pretty much going the way I thought it would go. It's a little weird what they're doing with Braun Strowman. I don't know if you're watching it, but it seems no. like he's having a feud with some guys from Saturday Night Live, like the. The news anchor guys, the two news anchor guys, oh. are feuding with Braun oh. Strowman. He, that's really weird oh. for WrestleMania, but yeah. Okay. <sighs> Let's talk about Big Brother Canada strange. then. <laughs> Yes, we're yes. Stre- we're stretching. So let's talk about Big Brother Canada, and I'm going to relate it back to wrestling even because yes. there's these two ladies on here, um, the two brunettes. You know, that are, like, teaming up, kind of. They're best friends. They're the Iconics from WWE. They are, like, the Big Brother version of the Iconics. Uh, They're not very good at the game, but they seem to be squeaking by. Uh, Have you been watching Big Brother? I have, yeah. It's very, 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 very fun. I really like this season. It's one of the best seasons so far. Uh, yeah, I, I like really the characters and and the one girl <laughs> Chelsea. One, I want to say Chelsea. her name is the blonde, yeah. blonde girl. She is, I mean, classic Big Brother villain. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's probably they're probably gonna bring her back in other seasons, like they do other villains, like Ika. You know, yeah. who is like one of the biggest villains of all time, Canada Big Brother. So. So, what is uh, another digital review of Unplanned? That sounds like somebody is having a, ch- a kid. Unplanned? Maybe that's that what like it's about. A, a Planned Parenthood movie? I, I really... I, yeah, I really don't know. I, I never know. I just like... It's like a Christian movie. <laughs> Unplanned. Uh, it says drama... Oh, it does. Yep, anti-abortion activist. This has yeah. to do with Planned Parenthood, bro. Yeah, 
I'm such a good guesser. <laughs> uh, also, you should go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Where should you go look? Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. It's kind of like the third time we plugged it, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will also cover news of the week. Uh, we will do Eurovision, and like we decided, we were going to do Israel and Portugal, the two last w- winners of Eurovision, because why the fuck not? <laughs> but uh, then we will do something very interesting and very Australian for some strange reason. We will do a TV show in three uh, episodes that's called uh, The Cult of, of the Family. Uh, I found this a little by mistake uh, because we, we, were, uh, we were actually covering something called The Family. Uh, we we were going to cover the family international, which we're we're yeah. still going to cover in a few weeks, but it got bumped yes. because this TV show came out. So, and I was googling them, and I I found this TV show in three episodes. Uh, you seen two uh, two of the episodes? Can you give the audience a little like sneak peek into what we're going to talk about next week? I mean, it's about a cult. It's about a cult uh, and this cult leader who stole children from hospitals. Uh, mm. But yeah, it, and it gets crazier about kind of. We'll get into their beliefs, and they have beliefs about aliens and things like that. So, um, nice. You know, classic uh, another digital citizen cult uh, coverage, but we're gonna do it off of this TV show that is. Uh, this cult was in Australia. The TV show is Australian, but it's on YouTube. If you just look up the cult of the family, you should be able to find it on YouTube. I was able to. Um, and I think the last episode came out yesterday. So I had seen two episodes. I haven't seen the very last episode yet. But it's uh, yeah. three hour-long episodes, and uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's just a docu-series, very standard docu-series, but it has interviews with the children all grown up, which is very interesting. Mm. Cool. Uh, and we will cover news of the week. I guess that's it, everybody. I guess next week we'll cover Brexit news because <laughs> <laughs> we have really delayed it. We were try. We tried to get it in the show. Nobody would have heard it anyways, except for Jeremy, because it's the end of the show. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Jeremy. Hi. Uh, and we're not we're not going to see him at WrestleMania either because I think he's going to like some of the shows down there, right? So yeah, yeah, and uh, we're not yeah, going to see Bill either because uh, he's going to the Ring of Honor show. Right on. Well, uh, there's you and me, baby, <laughs> and probably Grass. Maybe Grass will show up. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Grass yeah. will be there, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and um, maybe. Our new friend, Steven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Steve. The last Steve. thing I'm seeing here, 23 minutes ago, Theresa May bows to pressure and suggests she will resign if deal passes. That's the last thing we got here, so... Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We tried. We tried. Okay. From uh, United States of America, uh, from Britain, and from Norway, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. <laughs> <laughs>